You're listening to On the Edge, a production of Cleaver Magazine. On the Edge is a virtual poetry reading where authors' voices bring their work to life. This episode features work from the spring 2018 issue of Cleaver. The first author of the episode is Nikki Steville. Nikki is a second-year MFA candidate in creative writing at Hollins University. She deals with the dilemma of writing a lot of words and running a lot of miles on a near-daily basis. Nikki's work has been published in or is forthcoming in Scoundrel Time and Artemis Journal. Here is Nikki reading their piece, Miss Federation of the Saint of Lost Things. Miss Veneration of the Saint of Lost Things Tony is a German shepherd. She shares my father's name. She's choking on Italian leather shoes, and I take her out on the front porch. The utilities man brandishes the shut-off notice. He mistakes the red Fiat X19 for my father's girlfriend. The prospective tenant mistakes me for my father's secretary. In the house, there is a flaming oven, which I mistake for a family argument. My baby sister totters from the half-baked rum cheesecake. I mistake her for my father's ex. My father mistakes my middle sister for a lesbian. He mistakes me for a Christian. He presents me with the low-cut striped blouse. He anoints my forehead with olive oil. We go to church and press junk jewelry rosaries into one another's palms. We mistake our Father for our Father who art in heaven. We pray to the Jesus who has taken his hair. He is asleep. He believes he is in a Bond movie. He narrates his adventures and we follow him down the corridor into the hospital's catacombs. My father wakes up and mistakes himself for his younger self because that is easier to do than admit that he is dying. He mistakes me for his first crush. We share the same name. We place the garlic bread host in the center of the surgical ward. It wheezes underneath my palms as I cut. My father tells me to mistake it for my mother-in-law. I do not have a mother-in-law. I suggest flowers for the table. We three sisters pull up my mother's rose bushes and stake one another in the back. We find the crosses are good for our postures. My father informs me that he was mistaken about dying this time. He had mistaken himself for his father. They share the same name. I leave to start a pilgrimage. I go into the Roman churches. My father's desperation seeps onto the one-euro candles. He instructs me to never steal from the church. I exit through the confessional. I mistake every person in the street for my father. The men with their black winged leather jackets. The women with their sunglasses reflecting heaven. The second author of the episode is John Sibley Williams. John is the editor of two Northwest poetry anthologies and the author of nine collections, including Disinheritance and Controlled Hallucinations. An 11-time Pushcart nominee, 
John is the winner of numerous awards, including the Philip Booth Award and the American Literary Review Poetry Contest. Previous publishing credits include the Yale Review, Midwest Quarterly, Sycamore Review, Prairie Schooner, and the Massachusetts Review, among many others. Here's John reading their piece, The Children. The Children. Back when play carried less grief, our darkness ruined only a half acre or so of the light. The rest was all tire swings and spring-bound horses, leaping over cracks in concrete to save your mother's spine, weaponized branches shaken loose by past storms, cowboys and Indians, soldier and other. Then the world. Do you remember when we cut eyes into paper and wore yesterday's news over our faces? How it took hours to wash all that ink from our eyes. How you would play one animal, and I would not so much pretend to be another. Mask, you called it. Then I would ask, which one? There was a time we found stars in our bodies, as I chased you across the sky's absences, rising, cresting, falling, like any semi-permanent, lit thing. Grass stain, sprained heaven, and me saying, night contains so many eternities, we never know which will hold us. The third and final author of the episode is Nicole Burney. Nicole is a native of New Jersey. She's drawn to explore language and estrangement in the myriad of ways that poetry allows one to reconnect. She joined the Somerset Poetry Group around 2015, and she's appeared or will appear in the Rumpus, Cold Creek Review, Glass Poetry, and Obsidian Literature and Arts. Here's Nicole reading their piece. The day after Brahma opened one eye. The day after Brahma opened one eye. We knew without speaking. Your left eye opened just a crack, caught between moans and a gasp. I toss in your arms, and a grieved hiccup cradled beneath goose down and duvet. We are left with simple devastations, and I teeter from lush investment. Wake up, Brahma. Tell me stories, the way your mother taught you in windswept guzzles. In the somber months, I'll show you how certain clouds bear a striking resemblance to Moby Dick. Let's clean house and wrestle hosannas out of thin air. You make breakfast. I'll change the linens. There's just enough cinematography between us, so pack your oil paints and trumpet. I'll bring Baldwin and a hammer. And with that, we bring an end to this episode of On the Edge. 
A big thank you to Nikki, John, and Nicole for contributing to On the Edge, and a reminder that you can read their work along with the entire spring issue at cleavermagazine.com. On the Edge is a production of Cleaver Magazine. More virtual poetry readings can be found at our SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com slash on underscore the underscore edge, or by subscribing to us on iTunes. On the Edge was produced by me, Ryan Evans, and original music was created by Simon Aspinall. As always, more virtual poetry readings are soon to come. Thanks for listening.